welcome to D Hall and Dragons, a real play D and D podcast about four high schoolers from our world that get transported into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name is Riley Wesson, and I am this campaign's DM, and I am I am joined by my my friends and players today. Hey guys. Hello. I'm so happy that we're friends and players, Riley. <laughs> you, you, you are. Of course, you are. Players first, but don't don't kid yourselves. Yeah, players yeah. first. Keep things professional. <laughs> Player first, friend second. <laughs> now that we're clear on that, my oh. name is Danielle Grisco, and I play uh, Brian Tolkien. Um, fun, maybe not so fun uh, fact about Brian is um, that. He, he is a man of science and is an ally for the gay community. However, um, the B in LGBTQ is uh, deeply confusing to him, um, and uh, he's closed-minded enough to believe that a bisexual person just doesn't know how to choose um, and <laughs> should should deeply examine their, their life choices. <laughs> we said strong choices. <laughs> Guys, Brian needs a hug and a life lesson. <laughs> For a split second, I thought you were going to say, to Brian, the B in LGBTQ stands for boy. And I was like, where is she going with this? <laughs> you know, I feel like, you know, there's... <laughs> we respect all I don't know why I thought that was where you were going. But... I don't know either. Listen, uh, Danielle does not agree with everything that Brian says. That's fair. That's fair. That's the kind of character you want, though. You want a character that you kind of butt heads with from time to time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Speaking of butting heads, uh, Brandon, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> Wait, hold up. What? <laughs> what was that more, segue? More your character. More your character than anything. Sure. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone loves Cecil. Um, <laughs> my name is Brandon Lindsay, and I play Cecil McNamara. A little known fact about Cecil, uh, he's hitting like, five or six home runs like over the fence home runs uh like he was gonna record them but he forgot to press record um he was also gonna get some friends to come out but they were like busy doing something so he was just there but like he did like five in a row but no one's seen it (laughs) no so how can he prove that he's hit that That's thing? the secret. Well, I mean, he's got the, the, like, the physical ability. Oh, uh-huh, sure. The real secret is that it was on Wii Baseball. <laughs> no comment. Amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> Hi, I'm Andy Dinehart, and I play Victoria Hightower. If we're talking about physical activities, Victoria, she is new to the school. She's just transferred in this particular semester, but... You can find her um, half of the week at Archery Club, believe it or not. And this is not not so hard to believe, at Yoga Club the rest of the week. That has her mother written all over it. Did she like voluntarily join Yoga Club or was her mom like, you should join Yoga Club? I think it's more of a, yeah, it's a lot of the classes and things that she does have been prompted by her mother. But mm. I think I think archery is more of, something she's interested in so yeah i feel like it was either like tiff prompted her to do it or the yoga club found out that tiff was victoria's mom oh that's and they were like please 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 come to yoga club come to yoga club yeah she's trying to kind of hide that fact because yeah 
but but they definitely found out and and now they right. to her about her mom's business all the time so <laughs> in archery club she can be a little more uh a little more aloof yeah aloof yeah 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 there you go speaking of aloof <laughs> that was a good one that was a good one hey yeah <laughs> um Hello, my name is Jackson Pounds. I play uh, James Malden. And fun fact, uh, James is a bit of a hypochondriac. <clears throat> so when he partook in weed for the first time, he had a very bad high because he thought he was having a heart attack. So he no longer is partaking in the devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, in what situation did James try weed you know friends james has friends just hang out with friends all right cool <laughs> i just pitched that right right into the bat just a softball right over yeah. that was one of the home runs that cecil hit yo that's right <laughs> <laughs> i like the idea that like some of them could be like really strong home runs but they're just like total foul balls <laughs> like they just so, yeah they like, yeah over the stadium yes. but you know, the opposite way. <laughs> Where they it's right. a matter of perspective, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right. My name is Riley Wesson, and uh, I'm I'm all your teachers. And fun fact about me, in high school, I absolutely refused to write second drafts when writing papers. <laughs> I would only write first drafts and just go back and, like, erase as I went along. And my teachers were always annoyed at me because they're like, where's your rough draft? I'm like, this is my rough draft, and I'm done here yeah boom that's a they, power they, move. Const- they constantly tried to make me write rough drafts but i never did i was way too stubborn that sounds very much like you i was also in the the gifted and talented program so that explains a lot i would like to promptly <laughs> throw up on you please <laughs> 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 but also i mean i was too oh. but also i hate that i hate that there, also, like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> we all hate what we secretly are <laughs> Last time, our students had made their way to this small little town by the title of Newcomer Field, and there were a bunch of adventurers walking around. Uh, The kids went into the tavern to try and find out what exactly was going on. Victoria tried to go up and get a drink, but was promptly shut down because (laughs) they had no money, and Brian tried to approach the strange man in the corner when he was shoved aside by a uh, classic... D&D group of uh, a paladin, a wizard, a rogue, and a ranger, and they took on that quest instead. So the students, on the other hand, took up the quest of uh, a young Derek Darrington, the son of the mayor in the town, who said that he was being accosted and berated by kidnappers. They went to the store, and um, Brian found a net while he was hanging around in there, and Victoria found some sex rope. And no! then... <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> normal rope. <laughs> Victoria found some normal rope. Then as they were leaving the store, a large group of buff lizard men were approaching who Derek referred to as the Brobolds and were asking Derek to come and play some play some some ball with them. <laughs> Derek refused because he didn't want to associate with the common folk. And the students took Derek home, and when Derek refused to pay because he actually had no money of his own, Victoria took matters into her own hands and went to the Brobolds and told them that Derek was lying about 
Victoria being his girlfriend, <laughs> and was just trying to show her off and then didn't pay them anything. When they asked Derek for money, he said he didn't have any, but he did say that since so many people in this town asked for quests, he mentioned a strange wizard that apparently lives on the yes. outskirts of town and uh, said that he could pay y'all in a quest offer instead. And so the Brobolds uh, went to beat some feminism and respect for women into Derek and Hells yeah. posted up outside of their house, but not before the students got a free ticket to stay a night at the Starters Tavern. And so they went and got a room and went to sleep. We are picking up as they are waking up the next morning in this tavern. Are we all sharing one room or did we all have... It wasn't specified, but I'll, I'll say there was there were two separate rooms. There was one for Victoria and then three for oh, the okay. guys. Okay. <laughs> or, or one for the guys. So okay, Victoria got her own separate room. Yeah. I'm not that cruel. Thank you. <laughs> so y'all are all waking up in your rooms and uh, yes, it's up to you where to go now. Um, Victoria's still in her room. I'll just put that out there. Okay. Yeah. Cecil gets stressed and takes particular care to uh, make sure his ascot is, is nice and neat. His, his cream orange ascot. Um, <laughs> but he's gonna he's gonna rifle through his bag just a little bit, just kind of taking stock of everything that he has. Hey, uh, hey, Brian, James? Yeah. Um, so, question. Answer. We woke up in this room. And this wasn't all just a, a fever dream, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. we're still here. 100%. Cool. Okay. That's uh good to know, because I don't really know how we get back home, because I thought this was just going to be a fever dream, but nope. I just lean over to James, and I go, man, I thought Cecil was slow after coffee, but it seems that morning is real rough for him. <laughs> <laughs> I watched you and heard you say that. I, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm, right, I'm being friendly. I'm asking, do you need, do you need some coffee to like kickstart your senses in this, in this scenario? Like maybe there's some downstairs, maybe like a continental breakfast situation. Oh yeah, yeah, we could probably could see if they have a continental breakfast in Amish town based on whatever continent we're on. <laughs> um, Is somebody, do you want to? Are we gonna wake up Victoria or? I mean, I'm not personally brave enough to try that, so one of y'all feel free. I just, I don't know if we knock or, like, should I call her cell phone and hope she answers? Like, I don't really know. <clears throat> I've never been on a trip with, like, a girl before, so I have no idea how to deal with this properly. I can I can go knock. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'll go. I'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> Godspeed, James. James walks out reluctantly and does like a very soft knock at Victoria's door. Um, come in. Like, if you're, like, one of the three boys. But if you're not, like, go away. James pauses and then <laughs> opens the door. Victoria's on top of her bed. The bed is already made. She's already done up, ready to go for the day. And she has the contents of her designer bag all out on top of the bed and she's scribbling furiously on like some papers and you see like a couple of books and whatnot and she's writing into the journal specifically oh cool great you guys are up right like all three of you guys yep. yeah awesome so like 
What's the plan? Well, um, we think, well, that, well, I don't, but, but, um, but Brian and Cecil think there might be continental breakfast downstairs. <laughs> so, that, I think we're going to go downstairs. You think there's a continental breakfast downstairs for a place that doesn't accept our money? I, I don't, but, um. She she grabs the the coupon of sorts that Derek gave us, and she's trying to read it for fine print. Uh, roll a <laughs> see if anything is taken. God, roll a perception check. Okay, <laughs> fourteen. Uh, you see scribbled at the very bottom in a very tiny print. It says, "Uh, continental breakfast included." Oh my god, cool. So maybe if you guys would just read, um. Confirmed, and she's like packing up all her stuff. She's like, cool, let's go. I would just like to <laughs> look directly at James and go, I would just like to say, Ha! <laughs> I, start, I start walking down <laughs> towards the stairs. <laughs> cool. Y'all make your way downstairs, and there is a La Quinta style yes! continental breakfast with like a pan full of, I think they're called like powdered eggs. Like the only kind of eggs that you see at a hotel breakfast that are like kind of soggy, but like still have that weird consistency to them uh and there's like some some burnt pieces of bacon and some oatmeal on the other side of the table and um there's three separate jars that are labeled orange apple and water is there any coffee are there bagels there are two bagels left and there's no coffee ryan yells dibs and runs over to the bagels and starts furiously (laughs) searching for cream cheese You see the, the barkeeper come out from behind the bar and he's got like a regular shirt on, but he's got an apron on over that that says, don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. And he's he's bringing out a pot of coffee. He's like, whoa, hey, hey, yes. slow down there. Slow down. We, we got some more bagels coming, all right? No need to, you're not like a ravenous pack of wolves, okay? And he sets down the pot of coffee and a few other cups. And you're seeing like yes. some other of the sort of adventurer types coming downstairs and picking their way through the breakfast and kind of sitting down at various tables. Victoria's beelining for that coffee. Okay, you get a cup of coffee. Black. I'm going to casually make my way and grab a cup of coffee, but after I get my cup of coffee, I'm going to go and I'm going to kind of lean against the counter where the barkeep is. going to, like, snort loudly and then, like, hock a and spit on the floor <laughs> next to me and kind of lean over and... <clears throat> so, uh, what's the word? It's a, uh, what'd you say, friend? What's you, how, how you doing? How you doing, buddy? How's your morning going? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you just spit on my floor. Clean that up. But I, he, he places a, he places a rag on the bar and he kind of ends it. He's like, go, go on. What? Fine. What do you think I am? <laughs> Take it and I quickly like mop up the spit, throw the rag down on the counter. Now <laughs> while he was cleaning up the spit, Brian has a mouthful of food and slowly pulls out his phone and starts videotaping this whole embarrassing exchange. And <laughs> 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 just videotaping Cecil cleaning it up. Alright, roll a D twenty. Yes. Gotta roll yes. above a one. Sixteen. Okay. Keep track of that in your notes. Next time you'll have to roll above a two. Uh, okay, so what are you saying, Cecil? Uh, what's the word this morning? He he points to a, 
a little paper on the wall. Oh, hang on. And he tears away at the paper, and underneath there's another piece of paper. It says perpetuity. It says that's the uh, that's that's the word of the day. <laughs> All right. I spit my coffee out <laughs> when he does that. I, I do a spit take. Victoria is holding it in, but she definitely wanted to laugh. Thanks. Thanks, friend. Take my coffee and I rejoin the table. Brian has eaten an entire bagel and already taken a bite of the second one that was on the counter and just kind of walks back over to everyone and with an entirely full mouth just says, so we're going to go figure out that wizard thing? Would you want to go like, talk to that wizard? You really want to go talk to a creepy old man in the woods? Were you just going to hang out here with the breakfast all day? Because I've already achieved that purpose. Yeah, I was going to go... I'm open to other ideas. I, I was just going to say, I've had some experience, you know. Some of the guys on the baseball team would not do so well in their grades, right? So, for a little extra cash on the side, I'd break into teachers' rooms and change grades. Oh, that was you. But that's neither here nor there. So, what I'm saying... There's a lot of money that is owed to us, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am proposing we go and uh, reclaim our money. As disappointing as it is to have the same idea as you, Cecil, I'm one step ahead of you. And so she grabs her notebook and papers out of her bag and you see that she's (laughs) been doodling and writing down notes of different possible ways to break into Derek the Dick's house. <laughs> That's what she was writing. Victoria starts spreading out papers mm-hmm. like a like like a classic yeah. like blueprint on the table heist. None scene. of them are are perfected, obviously, because they haven't seen their entire house. But she's got like a hit list of like Derek, the mom, the butler. Do we get the Brobolds involved? Do I get him outside and go <laughs> on the fake date? Like she's written down all of these different things on pieces of paper. This is a very well thought out plan, Victoria, actually, I have to say. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I thought, like, when you set the Brobolds on his house, like, he might be dead by now. Like, I've, I had no idea that this was a a thing. No, I doubt it. They're nice enough, guys. They probably didn't kill him. And if they didn't, we can maybe use them again to get into his house and get the money we're owed. So, where do we start? As you say that, the, the barkeeper comes by with the pot of coffee and kind of holds it up. Like, oh, you already uh, already got yourself topped up. Is that the, is that the Darrington's house? <laughs> and she just puts her arms out. She's like, no. Those are actually really good sketches. Have you ever thought about going into architecture? Brian just slowly puts his head up. I mean, I've taken a couple of classes, but thanks. Uh, any chance... You know anything about the Darringtons? We're just kind of curious. Like, we had a mini interaction with him yesterday, but, um, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, Derek. Yeah, what's up with that guy? Oh, yeah, I mean, he can he can be a handful. And he really? kind of, he, pull, he pulls up a stool and just kind of sits down at the table and, like, starts looking at all. Yeah, he can be kind of a handful. Uh, as far as I know, I mean... The Darringtons kind of run the, the the town, you know, they do an okay job. Uh, although the mayor's kind of, I, he hasn't been seen for like a week or so, I think. Is that is that unusual? I mean, yeah, I think he, last I heard, he, he was going, he was going out of town to do some official business. 
and hasn't really been seen since. Like I said, I think it was about a week ago. So he hasn't been seen for a while. Where did he go? uh, I don't really know personally. All I've heard from people coming and going is that he left town for a little bit, but it wasn't supposed to be that long of a trip. Do you know if he left with anyone? No, I think he went alone. What's your name, friend? (laughs) Oh, uh, Strivern Stonebrace. And he holds out his hand to shake yours. I I shake his hand. I just lean over to Victoria and I go, no wonder Derek is such a dick. His dad went out for cigarettes and never came back. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a weird look that comes across Victoria's face that you can't quite place. And she just like looks at Brian and nods and turns back to the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to bond. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mr. Stonebrace, are you familiar with a... um... An eccentric gentleman that lives north of here. Oh yeah, yeah the uh, the wizard. Oh, you you know him? I've never met the guy, but I mean, I've I've heard I've heard tell of him. He kind of lives a a few miles out. Kind of a weird guy, from what I've heard, but relatively harmless. From what people have told me, he does research on a bunch of different types of magic or something. But here's a question. Have you ever have you ever met someone who went and saw him and then you saw them again afterwards? Like they 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 come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a few of them. I think from what I've heard, a lot of a lot of kind of first time adventurers come through here and they they tend to go to see him every now and then. And like he's an actual like like a wizard, like like he does like magic and shit. That's what I've been told. Yes. Does he have magic books? I mean, most wizards do. I would, so I would assume so. You guys, I would kill to read a magic book. Me too. He's on his like fourth cup of coffee by now, and looking like a little bit, looking a little bit like, oh god, Victoria, I shouldn't have sat down at this, this table. Time has helped herself to the coffee pot that he brought over. She's also on like her fourth cup. As you pour your fourth cup, he like moves the pot away from you to the other mm-hmm. side of the table. <laughs> Brian, this whole time has been like sneaking different pieces of food from different areas around the table and just putting them in his hoodie pocket <laughs> like a bagel and like now he's looking around trying to find mini muffins Ooh, Vic- victoria's got some of those on her plate for sure roll a stealth check and then okay. do i notice um eight so perception roll right wait are you rolling to notice brian yeah okay sure 21 Okay, yeah. So Victoria notices. <laughs> she sits back with her coffee and she just shakes her head and it's like, fine, whatever. Striver definitely doesn't notice. <laughs> the coffee is starting to wire him a little bit and he's kind of, and he's also kind of like tired of y'all. He's like, oh God. You see no change in like demeanor of Victoria, even though she's on her fourth cup. Well, Mr. Stonebrace, um, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your generosity. I want to thank you for being a a lovely host. The rooms upstairs, wonderful. You do a good job here. Yeah, we'll make sure to leave you a good Yelp review. Um, Oh yeah, you just let the guy outside now. Wait, the guy outside? Yeah, just let him know for your review. (laughs) Sure, yeah, cool. We'll, We'll do that. Is it okay if I take some, like, bacon? Yeah, sure, you can take something to go. Just don't spit on my fucking floor again, you dirty little rat. And he stands and <laughs> takes the pot and goes back behind the counter. <laughs> Just trying to make amends. 
We haven't made any decisions whatsoever. No, you I haven't. would just like and to point out. I wasn't expecting you to. <laughs> Here are my thoughts. Mm. I think we should go see the wizard because he could magic us some money. And that's, I think, a better thing than maybe killing Derek. I wasn't planning on killing Derek. I just wanted to go steal, like, his mom's money. Victoria, I just saw on, like, the 23rd page that you dropped on the table, it said, potentially kill, question mark, and I'm just saying... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I, I wouldn't do it. Like, I don't... I wouldn't want to do that. But, like, if, like, if the Brobolds or, like, any one of you to defend my honor wanted to kill him, that'd be fine. I don't know, Vicky. That's pretty, that's pretty manipulative. I'm sorry. What the fuck did you just call me? I spit out my coffee again. (laughs) Brian leans forward and just very quietly goes, do it again, do it again. (laughs) I'm kind of scared to now. Mm. Let's keep it that way. You can call me V, or you can call me Victoria, and that is it. And she walks away. Brian is shoveling eggs into his mouth as if it's popcorn. <laughs> like, he's just like, this is amazing. <laughs> so Victoria walks out in a, in a rage-filled mm-hmm. strut and makes her way outside the tavern. Do the rest of y'all follow? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. This is like free drama. This is awesome. Great. <laughs> Uh, as soon uh, as I step outside, I'm looking for the guy that Striven said to look for. Yeah, yeah. You walk outside and there's a guy standing right there. Oh, hi. Are you here to give your review? You bet. What would you like to say? Uh, five out of five. I would recommend, you know, this is a lovely B&B. It's great. Rooms are nice. Good furnishments. Coffee's good. You get, it gets the McNamara seal of approval. 100%. Believe me, that goes a long way. Cecil, can we go wherever we're going? All right. Thanks very much. And as you guys start to walk away, he turns around and starts shouting, Five out of five! (laughs) Would recommend! (laughs) Lovely B&B! It's great! Nice rooms! Great furnishments! Good breakfast! McNamara seal of approval! That goes a long (laughs) way! As you guys continue, this guy is just yelling to people that walk by about your review. Well, and so as you guys walk off, you can see it like the end of the street, uh, the Darrington's house. And there's like two bro bolts posted outside of the door staring up. And there's like three, the three others are kind of like taking a nap next door. And you see one of them tap one of the sleeping ones on the shoulder. He's like, you're up, and they swap places, and they, it's, it appears that they've been keeping rounds on the Darrington's house all night. And you see one of the windows open, you see Derek poke his out. Go, go away! Stop! I need to go outside! Victoria is waving at him again to get his attention. What do you want? And she just flips him the bird again. Oh my god. He slams the window closed. Victoria, like, he already had his head out the window. That was our time to have a negotiation conversation, and you just flipped him off. He doesn't have the money. I don't, I genuinely don't think we can negotiate with him. I think we would just have to break in. Like, he's not gonna, he's literally such a wuss. He is a liar. We can't do anything with him. We'd have to, like, tie him up with, like, the butler and the mom, and then, like, search their house. 
I think it, I think we could do it, especially if the bro bolts helped us. I mean, do we do we really want to go to an old guy in the woods and just ask him for money? Walk up. We have no idea who this guy is. Rather than like go after the kid with like obviously has the money somewhere in his house. I mean, I was down to rob the place yesterday, but the butler was a little terrifying, and the mother in the other room was definitely terrifying. Uh, angry mothers are, are deeply terrifying to me. So, I, I, I'm, I, I see the, the, the logic of this plan. I'm just not sure the damage that we're getting ourselves into here. We just need to figure out, like, like what's inside. <laughs> like, so that we can... Cecil, Cecil, you okay? It's gonna be okay. No, sneeze. And as Cecil sneezes, there's like a puff of smoke, and instead of Cecil being there, there's a small, there's like a little spider, just ah, on the ground. No. What the fuck? Brian instantly pulls out his net and just rests it very carefully over the spider. It's taking everything within Victoria to not step on it. <laughs> You throw your net over, and this little spider is like skittering around underneath. And like... In spider form, Cecil tries very hard to put his hands up. <laughs> so you see these two little, these two little, uh, I guess legs, kind of shrug as it look as it's looking up at you. Yeah, and I'm just sort of looking between all three of you. As you look really close, you see that the spider has like this small little tuft of like brown ginger hair and a very tiny little backwards baseball cap. On. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, oh, seriously though, what the fuck? <laughs> Brian gets on his hands and knees and just very quietly whispers, "Cecil, do you still have the capability of speech?" Uh, you see, you see Cecil's whole, like, rear end just sort of, like, wiggle back and forth. I'll just kind of look at Victoria and James and I go, I hate to be this person, but it seems like Cecil is no longer a functioning member of our group, and I am definitely not carrying a spider around for yeah, the rest of absolutely this not. weirdness. So I think, I think we can, we can just move on with our day here, because this seems to be more like a hassle than anything else. Um, I can, I can, I can take him up. But I think that'll be, that'll be, or not. It's just, James, emotion is weakness, and I'm not sure that you're thinking this through. You're emotionally attached to a spider with a hat. But it's also Cecil, and if we get back and don't bring Cecil back with us, we're also in trouble. By the way, Danielle, for the quote emotion and weakness, <laughs> uh, you get two luck points. <laughs> oh, great. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, James, do you ooh, do you have anything that you could like scoop him up into? So so I I kneel down and put my hand flat on the ground in front of the spider. Spider Cecil gingerly gets on top of your hand and just sort of like still has his my arms, my <laughs> front legs raised in just complete disbelief. Um, Brian looks at the hand and he goes, Quick, Cecil, sneeze again! Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. Spider Cecil puts his front legs down and just goes very still for a brief moment. 
and then <laughs> Cecil appears. Oh my god. <laughs> In James's hand. <laughs> roll, roll a dexterity saving throw, Jackson. Uh, 15. Yeah, so you you managed to whip your hand out of the way before Cecil... I just fall to the ground. Again. What the fuck? Uh, didn't like that. Nope, didn't like that. Didn't like that. What was that? Who did that? Who did that? I think your sneeze did. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, uh, sneeze again. Um, sure. It's, I mean, just to prove it's, like, not one of us. Does anyone have, like, a feather or something? I just take, I just, like, scoop up some dirt, and I just toss it really quickly into his face. (laughs) (laughs) As he sneezes again, his whole form, like, kind of squats down. But instead of a spider, it sort of, like, gets very long. And he watches a lot of, like, fur begins growing out of his form. There's, like, a a little tail. And you see a little weasel with, like, a (gasps) ring of... Like cream orange, the same color as his ascot, uh, around his neck. Ooh, ooh, that's so much better than a spider. This one also has a tiny backwards baseball cap on. Weasel cool. Cecil kind of like looks around, gets up on his hind legs, and just like has one paw like shrugging again. <laughs> What's up with that? What's up with that? I bet he's faster like this. He begins trying to like scramble up James's leg. <laughs> I pick Cecil up and put him on my shoulder. Hey, Cecil, so you can understand speech in in this ability. Cecil, Cecil nods. Great. So here's my question. If if we're still thinking of, like, breaking into Derek's house, I mean, weasels are, they can, they're pretty much like liquid. I mean, they can fit into anything. Yeah, so, they're the slinkies of the animal kingdom. So I'm pretty sure we could just, Cecil, you could just, like, scamper through a crack in the wall and... and roll some quarters out to us or something. And so at this point, Victoria's looking at the house and sussing out all the windows and doors and, again, writing things down in her journal. Uh, Victoria, you want to say anything out loud or are you just going to go into your mind palace? Um, I'm thinking if we can open a window of sorts without someone in the house noticing, then we can just, like, let Weasel Cecil in. Victoria, roll a perception check. Uh-uh. 18. Okay. As you're looking and, like, scribbling down notes, you, you do see that there are, like, some, like, rain gutters going up the sides of the building as well. Cecil. Okay. Do you think you could fit in a rain gutter? <laughs> I'm gonna Mission Impossible to shit as a weasel. Oh, and then he could... He could sneeze once he's inside and let one of us in. Like, how is a weasel going to carry gold? Fair. You hear this tiny little... And then... Oh, damn. <laughs> Roll another dexterity saving throw, Jackson. Oh, no. Uh, 22. Okay, yeah. As, as he's growing, you immediately slip out from under him before he, like, nice. lands on top of your shoulders. And you you manage to duck out of the way. <coughs> what, what, okay. I can turn into animals. Here's my question. Were you, like, thinking of an animal when you sneezed? Or is this, like, a random chance? So one of the guys on the baseball team has a pet weasel. And I was thinking about a weasel. 
just because that was the first animal that popped in my head. I was, it was like word association. Then I was, I guess I was a weasel. Do me a favor and don't think of an elephant next time. And I think we'll be okay. (laughs) Or I think of an elephant while I'm in there. And explode the house? I mean, sure, why not? There are people in there. We already said we didn't want to kill them. That's why we create a distraction and get them out of the house. Also, guys, that wore me out. I need a breather. That was a lot. Damn. <laughs> For actual rules sake, uh, Wild Shape can only be used twice per short rest. Oh, uh, no! So, yes. Yeah, so Why did kind you of make him sneeze right again? Did it I'm for a gaff. I'm sorry, I didn't know. For the gaff, though, uh, Cecil gets six luck points. Incredible. <laughs> Amazing. One of the brobolds notices y'all, and he comes up. Oh! Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Hi. We've been uh, we've been keeping a watch on Derek's house, making sure he hasn't been like, you know, going anywhere. Oh, thank you so much for that. I, I yeah, really, yeah. I really appreciate you guys. Y'all are just the best. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been keeping a watch on the place all night. Uh, although like, it was it was a little unsettling because we kind of like heard people like crying in there last night. So that was like a little weird. We were like, ooh, should we be like, are we scared of these people? But we're also like. Yeah, but Derek's also like he's kind of like weird, so we're you know we're just we're just doing our part. Damn it! Now I'm conflicted. Um, yeah, just to let y'all know, and like again, thank you so much. You guys are seriously the best. I think Derek's kind of going through it. Um, his dad like went out on a trip like a week or so ago, so I don't know what that's about, but um. Oh he yeah, come back. He, I think we did hear people like when they were crying. I think I heard them like saying the mayor's name or something. Yeah, I guess that would make sense because yeah, he's kind of the mayor's kind of been gone for like a while now. Yeah, I just maybe you know Derek hasn't like played with you guys because he's just you know kind of having a tough time. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess we can we can give him some space for now. We'll we'll kind of let him work through his things in his own time. And he turns around to the the other bro bolds that are hanging. He's like, "Hey guys, I think we're gonna pack it up. Uh, th- this this girl here that never actually told us her name. She said that we we can kind of move out and give Derek some space. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, righteous, bro. Let's let's go. I I I, I need to go sleep. And they all kind of like start trudging off. My name is Victoria. Okay. Bye. I'm Keith. Nice to meet you, nice Keith. To, nice to meet you and, and bye. And they, they turn and walk off. And when they walk off, she turns around and looks at the group and she says, shut up. Not a word. And she just walks the other direction. Cool. So Victoria is uh, is making her way towards the van. <sighs> Have they, are, are they, I don't know if they're following, but. Don't look at me. I don't control you guys. <laughs> Obviously. Wait, are we? Are we not? Are we not breaking in anymore, guys? Is that not happening? Well, I mean, like, I'm happy to go and do some recon. I need some trail mix and a quick power nap. That's fair. I, I just like, I, if they're distracted, like if they're crying and they're focusing on other things, it would be easy for us to just like, as humans break in. I just don't, I don't know why we're shifting clans here, just because some emotions popped up. It doesn't make sense to me. It seems like we could use this to our advantage. That's a lot to unpack, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) 
It seems like the logical response, and I don't know what the issue is. <sighs> okay, as much of, like, a dick that Derek was, like, if he's in there crying about his dad, and if his mom is also crying then about they his are dad, distracted. We, like, don't have to be. And there's no dad in the office. Oh my god, Pride, we don't have to be equally as of a big of a dick as he was. Seven minutes ago, you were thinking of potentially exploding his house. So I don't think that not being a big a dick is No! Him. No. I wasn't thinking of exploding his house. That was Cecil. Cecil was like, I could turn into I wasn't going to cause too much damage. Like, a little <laughs> bit. Alright, listen. I just want to point out that there are some, there are some hypocritical things in your decision making here, I'm okay with that because that is human nature. But I just want to point out they're there, um, and if we're not gonna do that, okay, okay, fine, okay, fine. I don't know. Let's go see a wizard or something. Oh, cool, magic book. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> so, having appealed to Brian's natural curiosity and thirst for knowledge, you guys make your way back to the van, and you see there's like signs at the edge of the town. And they're, like, kind of going off in all different directions. And there's one that says, like, mines. There's one that says, like, strange mountains. Uh, and then there's one that says, old wizard hut. This way. It's pointing in a, in a direction down, a, down one of the roads. I guess we're off to see the wizard. Ugh, I hate that. I do have a follow-up question about this sign. Is the hut old or is it an old wizard's hut? Or is, like, the wizard old? Yeah, is it an old wizard hut, as in, like, the hut's old? Or is it an old wizard that lives in a hut? It's an old wizard hut. Are we having this discussion as we're driving to the hut? <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. Any any chance there's a road leading to the wizard's yeah, hut? There's, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, like, a relative What color would road. you say it is? It's absolutely yellow. Thank you. I'm gonna throw up. We are literally, yeah, you know, Brian, like, needs a heart, you know, <laughs> Dorothy needs to get home. <laughs> Cecil needs a brain. Ass. Cecil needs a brain. I never even thought of this. I'm third in the Jesus class. the cowardly lion. This was not planned at all. <laughs> How dare you? Do you want to go look at my transcript? So as you guys are having this conversation, you're making your way down the road. After about, like, three miles, there's a, a tree that's fallen down across the road uh, that is that is blocking the path. And it kind of, like, it's come up into this sort of, like, not valley, but there's definitely, like, ledges, so you can't really get around the tree. Mm, that's fishy. I'm gonna go look <laughs> for a stick. <laughs> okay. You crack open the door and make your way outside. Yeah, I'm looking for a stick that's maybe about... Three feet long, four inches wide, four inches thick. Roll a nature check. Nature check? Uh, 19. Like... 19? Cool. Yeah, you find a branch that's like, that had fallen off as the as the tree had crashed to the ground. So it's not like on the tree, but it's it's next to it. Uh, and you got a, you got a branch that's laying next to the, uh, next to this fallen trunk. Sweet. I'm gonna haul that back in and close up the door. <laughs> cool. As you toss the stick in there, you hear a halt! And from like the top of the sort of like hill on the side, uh, you see this short looking 
from what you can gather, goblin uh, oh, no. that has a shield and a sword. And he says, nobody passes through here. And three others pop out on the other side. Two, they're like a bit shorter and then one that's like pretty tall and, and lumbering. And they make their way down on top of the trunk and they brandish their swords. And everybody roll for initiative. Oh my god. A 15. 8. A 6. A 9. Alright. First up is the goblin that first shouted at you guys. He's gonna pull out a javelin. He's gonna chuck it at Cecil. And he's gonna crit. Uh, so... Oh shit. Um, Cecil's dead. <laughs> and he rolled max damage. So that's 12 damage to Cecil. <laughs> Cecil has, like, a javelin sticking through his chest. <laughs> yeah, so you've got a javelin that just, like, ram right through your side. People are talking! <laughs> <laughs> and the, go- the the goblin just shot you says, No one crashes our path! And he whips out a short bow as well. And James, you're up. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna shoot that one that just threw the javelin. Okay, roll to attack. Uh, oh, boy, I rolled a natural... 20 to hit, so... Heck yes! James is saving our ass. So yeah, you're gonna roll um, your damage die twice. That's how I'm gonna do crits. I like I like the idea of getting to roll more dice. Yes, thank you. Two ones. We love that, right? <laughs> James! Oh my gosh! Two, I mean, well, and whatever... I think it's plus... It's minus plus three, I think. Cool, so that does five damage. Um... And he goes, oh, oh, and uh, it's going to be one of the shorter goblins up next. And he is going to run down and he's going to try and slice at James with a nasty looking scimitar. What's your DC? DC or armor class? Armor class. My bad. 14. Okay. Yeah. You see him coming up and you manage to dodge out of the way. He goes, oh, no. And uh, the other the other short goblin, she is going to run up and she's going to see Victoria on the other side of the van and she's going to run at her. She's going to hit you as well with her scimitar. Great. And she's going to do five damage to Wait, you. Wait, my armor class is 13. What did she hit me with? She rolled a natural 19. Cool. Great. Good to know. <laughs> so she runs up and she slashes at your ankles. Ow. She goes, go for the tendons. <laughs> and Brian, that's going to be you. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open the driver's side door and the window's down because I was watching Cecil. So I'm, I'm using the door as like a shield and I'm peeking up, peeking up through the open window. Nice. Don't amuse with yourself. <laughs> okay. So do you want to like ready an action or do you just want to just watch? Uh, yeah, do you no, want to fucking I... do anything or are we just... <laughs> Yeah, I wanna, um, how, how close am I to Cecil? Because he was on my side of the car. I, yeah, I, I probably hadn't gotten all the way back. I was probably like 15 or so feet yeah. from the car. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ready my dagger. Okay. <laughs> so if anyone, if anyone runs by you. No, I can throw it. Oh, okay. What, what are you, what are you readying it for? The, the, um, the goblin that has the bow out. I want, I want to throw it towards that one. Or at that one. So do you want to, like, wait for him to attack, or do you just want to throw it at him now? Can I throw it now? I didn't know if I had another action. <laughs> I mean, all you did was all you did was open a door and stand by. You can still do more than that. 
Think bigger, Danielle. Think bigger. Yes, I'm throwing the dagger. I'm throwing the dagger. Think high school theater. I'll I'll pull you back if it's too much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that was a deep cut. Wow. Roll a d20 for me. Nice. Okay, yeah, so you toss it at him, and he sees this dagger flying at him, and he knocks it away with a shield, and he says, Such paltry attacks can't harm me! Cecil, that's gonna be your turn. Um. Run. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna spend uh, half of my movement to get back to the to the van, and for my action, because I, I just, like, went out without my bag or anything. I just kind of went out. I'm gonna leap into the van, and I'm gonna try and I, I know where my wand is. I'm going to rifle through it. I'm going to bring out my wand. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. Okay. Because uh, I was at one hit point. Okay, after you roll for that health, roll a d20 for me as well. Okay. That is seven points of healing back. Nice. Thank the Lord yes. for the d20 roll. It's a yep. two. Cool. So that is your turn. Victoria, you are up. Cool. So the... the goblin that just swiped at me, I guess I'm super close, so I'm just going to try to I'm going to grab my daggers and have them out. I'm going to try to stab her with a dagger. Cool. So roll for the first one. Um, so the first one is 23. Okay, that's going to hit. And the second one. Okay, so that's a 12. Okay, so the first one is going to hit. So roll for damage. Okay, fantastic. Oh, man, daggers do like no damage. That's four points of damage. Great. Okay, so she slices your, your ankles. And you turn around and just like stab at her shoulder. He's like, ah, ah. Uh, but she sees the second one coming and she bats it away. Um, and that is going to be the big old tall goblin's turn next. And he's going to lumber out um, and he's going to go towards. Actually, he's pretty slow, so he's not going to he's not going to get close enough, but he is going to pull out a longbow and he is going to he's going to take a shot at Victoria. Yeah, <laughs> great. Sue, he's gonna crit. Um, <laughs> you clearly hate me. Loaded dice. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so the first roll was only two damage. Okay, so he only rolled two twos, so that's gonna be five damage. Because it's plus one, because he has a dexterity gotcha. mo- his, his dexterity <laughs> modifier. Gotcha. She went, great math. <laughs> also, I don't know math. <laughs> it's like, where did that plus one come from? <laughs> Plot twist. Uh, cool. Uh, and so he shoots you, and he's kind of, that's going to be back up to <laughs> the the goblin boss, and he's going to slide down the, the sort of hill, and he's going to run at Cecil, and with his scimitar, he has a multi-attack, so he's going to make two attacks. The first was a natural one. Thank goodness. And then... Second one is at disadvantage, so he is uh, going to miss both. Cecil is like Cecil has his ass sticking out the side of the car, trying to heal himself, and the goblin boss is like swiping at swiping at you from behind, but just constantly missing. It's like the classic move of like you reach to grab something, he slices exactly where you were. And he goes, "Ah, you are indeed a worthy adversary." <laughs> uh, and that's going to be James's turn. All right. And James, right now you do have that one goblin that came to attack you in front of you. Right. I mean, I don't have, fortunately, I don't have a melee weapon, um, actually. I don't think no. you do. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, can I do the whole Legolas stab someone with the arrow? Um, <gasps> sure. Really? Sure, I'll say that. What would I even roll for? Or, I mean, if you want, uh, I, I'm, I'll, I'll say if you want, you could try and swing open the car door and slam him with it. 
Oh, so that's where I was. Okay, so I was inside the car, the van, and I was shooting out a window. Yeah, sure. That we'll we'll say that. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't here for uh, that. No, that's that. I didn't really specify. So uh, that's and also that sounds a lot cooler. So that's what we're gonna say with that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, actually, can I hit the the one that's in front of me with the car door? Just swing it out and yeah. I rolled a, a natural fifteen to hit. Okay, cool. So yeah, you definitely hit. Uh, roll a roll a d six plus your strength modifier. We'll say. I I am a weak ass. That's 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 what we've. I rolled a one. So <laughs> nice. I'm the only one that can hit anything on this team, but I'm hitting them like a fucking pansy. That's the. <laughs> it sounds like James. That's exactly. canon. Yep. So yeah, you you get the door open and it kind of slams it. <laughs> ah, ow. And he's gonna he's gonna try and stab back through the window at you, and he is going to miss that as well. And so he's like trying to slice. Just let me let me let me get you. Let me get you. That's gonna go to the female goblin, and she is going to go for Victoria again. Yep. And she is gonna roll a two and definitely miss. And so seeing that she's now at a sort of disadvantage, she's going to take a bonus action and disengage. And get back from you. She's going to she's gonna like lean up against a tree trunk and hop on top of it. And then Brian, that is your turn. Which goblin is closest to me? Because there's one on the other side of the van by him. Correct. At this point, I would say probably the the ones that are like kind of within your line of sight uh are gonna be like the tall goblin and the um the one that just ran away from Victoria that's on top of the tree stump. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the for the tall one that's closer to me. Okay. And so I reach into the driver's side and I pull out my rapier um, that was like yep. in the middle, like propped up in the middle section. I grab it and I start running at him with the rapier in my hand. <laughs> Great. Uh, roll to attack. <laughs> okay. Great. I want to use divine smite. Yes! Okay. <laughs> so that's only going to work if you if you hit him. Okay. But if you don't hit him, it, it doesn't it doesn't expend it. Okay. So yeah, roll for attack, and I think since a rapier is a finesse weapon, you add your dexterity instead of your strength to hit. That's to hit. Oh my <laughs> lord, have mercy. We are a bunch. I want to go home. Fucking losers. I want to go home. Bunch of goddamn plebs. <laughs> this is a four. I want to go home. Yeah, that's definitely not gonna hit. So yeah, you run up with your rapier, um, and in the heat of the moment, you've forgotten all of the forms that you have studied, and just like lunge wildly at him, and he just like holds up a shield right in front of him, and it bends against it, and he just goes. Ugh. <laughs> and that's gonna be Cecil's you guys. Turn. This is why I stay by the car. This is why. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, so just to kind of get a perspective of where people are, I'm in the van. Who else is in the van? James is sitting in the passenger seat right now. You are in the back on the passenger side. Victoria is out of the van on the driver's side, and Brian is out in front of the van. And then the goblin, the goblin boss, is behind you, Cecil. And then there's one goblin next to James, one goblin on the tree stump, and the tall goblin with Brian. Um, I'm going to bring out my wand, and I'm just going to kind of hold it out. And though I though, though Cecil doesn't quite know what happens, uh, he's going he's gonna to kind of wave his wand around just like haphazardly. Yeah. Right yeah. in front of the car, Cecil begins picturing in his mind 
the desire to protect his friends and hopefully bolster their their constitution just a little bit he's going to wave his wand haphazardly and directly in front of the car this kind of spectral form of a bear just kind of begins materializing he's going to use a spirit totem oh yeah everyone gains seven temporary hit points and you also have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws as long as you're within 30 feet of the van Cecil, you can do a lot of shit <laughs> cool so yeah this like what does this bear look like? Uh, this bear looks. Uh, cool, oh, man. I didn't know you were gonna ask me that. I mean, <laughs> it kind of just looks like a bear. What kind? Okay. Is he a black bear? Is he a brown bear? Does he have a baseball cap? Is yeah. he a polar bear? Ooh. He's the polar bear from Golden Compass. Oh, nice. <laughs> Great. So yeah, this this like shimmery bear appears. You know. <laughs> And you all feel this this bolstering of strength and this kind of vitality return to you a little bit. And what else do you want to do? Because that is a bonus action. That is a bonus action. So I'm going to peek out of the van and I'm going to hold the wand out in front of me. And I'm just going to yell. I'm not going to do anything with the wand. I'm just going to yell, get back. Okay. Back. You want, you want me to make you, I, I will make another bear appear and he will eat your fucking face off. Back. <laughs> all right. Roll an intimidation check. <laughs> 17. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess he kind of, he takes a few steps back. Hey, hey, don't go, don't go waving that thing around. Don't go bringing any more animals out here. I will, I will cut you. Um, I'll bring three um, more animals out here and they will rip you into perfectly sliced little three pie shape. They'll demolish, it's going to hurt you. I'm going to hurt you a lot. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, you, you've gotten this guy to back up a little bit and Victoria, that's going to be your turn. I'm gonna shoot at the lady goblin. All right, roll yep. for roll for oh, attack. God. Okay, that's a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Roll for that damage. I know, right? Oh, well, it's <laughs> the lowest I could roll, so that's three points of damage. Okay, you hit her. She she like clutches at her side. Ah, ah, ah. And she's like yeah, struggling back and forth on it. top of this, on top of this log. And that's gonna take us to the big old goblin's turn. And he's gonna slowly turn to Brian, and he's gonna slash at you with his long sword. And yeah, yeah, he misses. So he just like really slowly raises up his sword, and with your studying of fencing, you can you manage to deftly dodge out of the way before he slams it into the ground. And that is going to be the boss's turn, and he's staring down Cecil, and he really quickly just like jumps forward and slashes at you with his scimitar. Uh, he's gonna miss the first one, and. He's going to make the second one with that disadvantage. So he's going to do... Okay, he does three damage to you. Uh-huh. So he, he slices... He, he kind of like gets your arm a little bit that's holding out the wand before he can pull it back. He says, you will not cross our road. And that's going to be James's turn. Uh, that boss, the, the boss that just hit uh, Cecil, he's the one that I shot earlier, right? Correct. Plugged with an arrow. Can I... Is it possible? I mean, because I know I'm really close, but is it possible that I can... Because I'm sitting next to Cecil, but if I could tell him to, like, lean back and I fire an arrow at him, 
him through the. Uh, yeah, we'll say you can you can tell Cecil to get out of the way as a bonus action. Shooting that close is going to put you at disadvantage, though. Okay. Seventeen to hit. That just hits. So roll for damage. Um, eight. All right. This guy is looking pretty rough right now. He takes a shot to the shoulders. Ah! And he rips it out. Um, and is struggling to to keep his feet under him. And that is going to come to the goblin that first attacked you, James. Um, and seeing you. He's going to kind of gain his bearings after getting the door slammed on him. And he's going to come around and take a stab at you with his scimitar. And, um, yep, he's going to mess again. And he's going to try and skewer you, but just like this strange metal contraption that you're hiding in. He says, ah, this outer shell, it's too confusing. And that's going to bring us around to the other goblin that just got shot by Victoria. And she's going to kind of stumble and she's going to pull out her own short bow uh, and take a shot at Victoria. And she rolls a natural one. Um, <laughs> she's still, she goes to fire and it kind of jams on it. Oh, damn props. And she pulls at the strings um, and is trying to fix it. And that takes us to Brian's turn. So I, the, the tall goblin like went to hit me and I died. Yep. And I'm going to I'm gonna recover from the dodge and I'm gonna headbutt him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Roll to attack. Amazing. Okay. Uh, add your add your strength modifier. Maybe you shouldn't. Do I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go back to the car. I hate it here. It's a fucking two. <laughs> All right. So you go to slam against him, and he just leans into it, and just you come up against the most solid skull in the entire world and he just doesn't even flinch he just kind of steps back uh and cecil that's gonna be your turn (laughs) i tried i I tried okay how close is the is the boss goblin to me he's probably like five feet away okay i'm gonna barrel roll back and i'm gonna like try and jump (laughs) to the other side of the of the van so i'm on the opposite side of the van from him roll an acrobatics check i'm great at those he just lands in my lap could be worse Okay, ten. Sure, I'll say it's it's not super graceful, but you make it out on the other side. The awkward like shuffle, you know. Yeah, yeah. You like half roll and then you kind of like crawl the rest of the way. Uh, then I'm gonna spend the rest of my movement running back from the van. Okay. As I'm reaching into my backpack, I'm pulling out one of my baseballs, and as I'm prepping to throw it, I'm gonna use a bonus action and I'm gonna cast magic stone on it. Oh. So it, the the stitching of it, the red stitching turns into this like green vine and I'm gonna I'm gonna yeet it at him. Okay. Roll to attack and also roll another D twenty for me. Okay. That is a twenty to hit. Okay. And then a sixteen for my separate D twenty. Okay. Alright, so you're gonna crit him. It's a four plus six, so that's ten. That's fourteen points of bludgeoning damage. Alright. So you chuck it and it zips like perfectly right through the opening in the van since you and james are watching both of you roll a perception check 23 Uh, i can't perceive my own ass (laughs) (laughs) not surprising a classic james roll cool so this thing like twirls and it it skewers right into him and as it hits cecil you see like this 
kind of shimmery aura around him. And you see him quickly reach behind him. And as he as he reaches his arms up, you see like this blood splurt out. He goes, ah! Ah! And he, he falls down onto the ground. Does that look like a fake death or does that look like a real death? To you, it looks like a fake death. Yeah. So that's going to bring us to Victoria. Uh, I don't know what to do now. Ah! Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to take another shot at her. Okay. Okay, well. So 15. Uh, that is going to hit. Yay! It just hits. Uh, roll for damage. Four. Okay. She was already pretty beat up. And as you're firing this arrow, also roll a perception okay. check for me. Woo! That's 20. Okay. So you see the arrow fly off of your bow and it hits her. And you see this shimmery aura as well. And she goes, I'll never see my son again now. And she drapes over the log uh, that's in the And Victoria just points and goes, that was fake as fuck. (laughs) And you see her body twitching slightly on top of the the log as blood like trickles out of her mouth slowly mm. and that is going to be uh the big one's turn after you trying to headbutt him brian he's just gonna try and headbutt you right back rude he's gonna miss <laughs> and so brian and this tall goblin are just like <laughs> it, like you guys are off to the sides doing stuff they're literally the scene from avatar the last airbender where ang and soccer are like bowing to each other and just like <laughs> <laughs> and just constantly missing one another. Uh, and so he swings down and makes his way back up. <sighs> and that is going to be James's turn once again. So I lean out, I lean out of the uh, window again to shoot. Um, I might hit you. No. I mean, we're just bowing to each other. So <laughs> I don't know if you will. I think I'm gonna sh- uh, shoot the the big guy. Okay, roll for roll to hit. Don't hit me. I'm not gonna hit. Yeah, yeah. So James, you fire off the arrow and it flies past this big old goblin and it it lands into the wood next to the the goblin that that Victoria just downed, uh, and that is going to be the one outside of the door next to you, James, and he is going to try and slash at you once more. Once more into the breach. <laughs> And he's still not going to hit you. So he's, he's at this point just like staring at this card. What? What is it? Oh my gosh. Uh, and Brian, that's going to be your turn. Tall guy who was not shot with an arrow. So we're still, he just bowed at me. Yep. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. I've got, I've got my rapier in my right hand. And as he stands up from missing me in the bow, I'm going to slice up his body. Okay. And hope to cut through his jugular. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll say I'll say roll with advantage. I would like roll to again. Roll again. So you get to roll again. For fuck's sake. I'm right. trying. I'm really trying. <laughs> what did you roll? <laughs> so wait, what do I add to it? You add your dexterity modifier and your proficiency modifier. Uh, so it's a nine. Yeah, that misses. So now we're bowing and I have a sword in the air. So yeah, you're just, ah! Um, and Cecil, that's going to be your turn. At least I'm keeping him distracted. It's true. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. I'm useless. All right, I'm going to bring out my wand again and I'm going to point it at him. 
and I'm just gonna be like, was that some magic shit? And I'm gonna cast detect magic on the unmoving body. <laughs> cool. Uh, also, roll a d20 as well. Uh, six. You cast this, and you you sense that there's like magic permeating all around this road right now. <laughs> 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 all right for, the, for those of face. you that can't see what's happening right now on this podcast <laughs> cecil just froze with whatever was happening <laughs> um <laughs> cool uh roll and roll a, roll a perception check for me an 11 okay so you see that this guy's body is still flinching a little bit and you see like one of his eyes slowly peek open and as he sees you staring at it, it closes real quick. We've defeated them, and I'm gonna get in the van. <laughs> okay. The tree hasn't been moved. Drive him through the tree. <laughs> <laughs> we can't! Cool, so that's gonna be Victoria's turn. <laughs> uh, are you driving, Cecil? Is he uh, in the driver's seat? Yeah, I'm getting in the driver's seat. So Cecil um, climbs back in the van and dang it. lumbers no, his no, way no. over. No, no, do not let him drive. Wait, is okay, so are there still two that are alive? There's still two or? that are alive. One is on the other side of the van from you, and one is the big one that's in front of the van. I don't want the big one. The big one seems like real <laughs> stupid. Where is so the other one's on the other side? Yes. So I'm gonna she's gonna run over to that one, because I think it's it's been fighting James and Cecil, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> she's going to take out her glossier lipstick or chapstick and put some on and she's going to cast friends. Okay. Um, yeah. Roll. Uh, okay. I don't have to roll anything. It's yeah. Just but concentration. But, all, but also roll a D20 for me. Gotcha. That is a 19. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, so she's gonna do that. And then she's going to be like, uh, Oh wait, no shit. Friends, all, all it does is give you advantage on a charisma creature checks. Friend. Wait. And it only works if it's not hostile you. towards you. But it's hostile! Ah! So, okay, then she goes, put it down! Uh, okay, roll a, roll a persuasion check. Okay. Wait, do I, does that give me advantage? No, because it's I, not, because yeah, it's hostile towards you. You have advantage on all charis- charisma ch- Oh, no. If it's not hostile towards you. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, charisma. Just, just, uh, uh, that's 11. You, you shout at this guy and he looks at you a little bit and he goes, lady, this isn't part of the bit. Stop, d- you guys are going way off script here. What are you doing? Uh, wait, off script? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, uh, uh, so what's my next line? Oh, God. All right, call it off, call it off. And you suddenly see the one that's fallen over on the tree trunk look up. What? What? What's wrong? And the goblin boss gets up as well. What? Who called for line? What is go? What is this? What's going on here? And they they all start like dusting themselves off and reaching into their packs and like downing these healing potions. Um, and they like toss some to y'all. God, what? What are you newbie? What is going? They just keep sending the worst people out here. This is ridiculous. And they all, they all like go off to like a side of a bush and they bring out like this little, almost looks like a craft services table and they start picking off. This is, this is ridiculous. This is insane. What is wrong with you people? What is going on here? (laughs) I think 
little confused. Uh, we never got a script. <sighs> Man, this is just... Ugh. They, they don't tell people what to do nowadays. Okay, all right. Look, kid, with with the wand, you you saw it, right? You saw the whole the whole shtick, the whole. Yep, there, don't like yeah. it. Yeah. What's going on? All right, Wait, so like the, the like the glittery, glimmery stuff. Yeah. All right, so as you can probably tell, and the the goblin boss is like put down his shield and his his scimitar, and he's just kind of like he pulls out a cigarette and lights it, and is like oh smoking and leaning up against the side of the the fallen log. He goes, "Well, so here's the deal." So, newcomers feel, obviously, as you can tell, a lot of, like, newcomers come through and kind of start their, their quests and their whole adventuring thing. And, I mean, there's only so many goblin raiding parties that can jump onto new adventurers and, you know, give them their first fight and their first taste of the big world and that kind of thing. And, uh, so they can't just keep, like, disposing of people. And so they hire people like us. And the goblins kind of, like, wave at you from the craft services table yeah, and so there's there's this whole magic barrier around, and uh, it actually it keeps us from uh, it keeps people from dying. It kind of kind of gives like a get a little safety net, you know, for new people starting out. And uh, so that's probably I mean we try, you know, but blood packs they just don't they're not always that cooperative. And uh, you know, mine didn't even pop in my mouth this last time. I'm I'm really embarrassed about that personally. And one of them at the craft service table, one of the short ones, like, yeah, you kind of need to work on the, ah, shut up, you, shut up. Go back to your bagels. Brian's like, bagels? Hey, don't, that's exactly what I was going to say. And I just want to ask, <laughs> you're handing out these, these healing potions, and that's all well and grand, but I would like to know if there's enough um, bagels there to share. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take. I mean, we don't usually share with the adventurers because most of them just kind of like, loot off of our corpses and leave us for dead and whatever but i mean it's been a while since we've talked with people so yeah feel feel free to take from uh oh. take from craft services over there cool so brian's gonna start walking over to the craft service table and on the way over i'm gonna go wait does that mean that you guys have like gold or different items that we were supposed to be able to pick up from you that you could just kind of hand off now before we go on our way uh i mean we got like a few copper but that's also kind of like our own pay uh, but I mean, we can. So, like, what do the adventurers? What do they normally loot off of your bodies before they go? Usually, they'll like loot copper off of us. We haven't like this is from our last week's pay. We weren't really expecting people to come through here today. It's kind of out of nowhere. Um, so we we still haven't gotten our paycheck for this week. Uh, so this is kind of what we got Ooh, on us now. Um, who's like your employer? Who oh, pays you? oh, the the mayor down at Newcomer Field. He kind of runs this whole operation to kind of oh. keep adventurers happy and that. And you thing. haven't, and you haven't gotten paid this week by the mayor. Yeah, no, not yet. He came through here when he was giving us our pay last week, and he said that he was heading to the the wizard because he actually kind of runs. He kind of runs the whole magic side of this and the barriers and that's such. That's where we're going to. We were. That's who we were on our way to see. I mean, yeah, we kind of figured that's the only the, the this is that's the only place that this road leads. So. Duh. Well, so here's the issue, um, actually, is that we can't, we, the road doesn't really lead anywhere because of this tree. So, like, do you guys have, like, a lever pulley system where we can just kind of, like, hoist this thing out of here? And I'm, I mean, most people don't have, like, this thing. So most people just kind of climb over it and continue. Um, 
But I mean, if if you want, you can leave this here. We'll watch over it. You can kind of hide it. We look. Okay. I know goblins. Oh, we're so scary. We're sneaky. I mean, come on. We're just working actors. But like, I mean, this is really, it's really only a side gig. It's a side hustle. While he's saying this, Victoria's like going to walk up to him and like, kind of like poke his skin. What, what, what's wrong with, what, what are you Um, doing? Nothing. I was just, you said you're an actor. So I was just like trying to, like, I'm from LA. So I've been around like movie sets a lot, but I was just wondering like, your prosthetics are great. Pro- no, this is... Yeah, like your makeup and everything. Like, it's, like, really well done. No, this is how I look. This Kudos. is This is my... This is me, you know? That's a... I'm a goblin. But, uh... Yeah, you know, we're just... This is just a day job. I mean, it kind of lets us stretch our, our limbs. What we really like is improv. See, our, our real goal is to, uh... Is to become a big tour and improv group. But, you know, we gotta pay the bills. Um... But yeah, we're the uh, we're we're the downright immigrant band, and the the girl from the table goes, yeah, we're we're, we're trying to make our we're trying to make our way in the world. You know, improv's not a not an easy business, but we we do what we can. And the big one just goes, Ugh, and like takes a a bite of meat from the table. You 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 would take care of this for us. Like we'll just we'll just hide it over here in the woods, like out of the way of the path, and like we can just keep going. Oh yeah, no 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 worries. Well yeah, you can if you I think. There's like a some really big like some brush and some big bushes over there off the side of the path, and uh, you can you can kind of tuck it in there. We'll help cover it up and we'll make sure no one gets to it. No worries. I say uh, I say we just we take our stuff and we uh, we take him up on his offer, guys. I mean, like I I still really would like to check out those magic books. Um, oh, I do have one quick question before we go on our merry way, and, and thanks for offering your help. Um, does the does the wizard work with you guys? I mean, not like with us, but he does kind of like, like I said, he kind of sets up these like magical barriers at these like combat encounters on these roads to make sure like nobody really gets dead and that kind of thing. So he kind of like looks over the place. So yeah, I guess you could say he works with us kind of like in a different department, I guess. I, I mean, does anyone feel uncomfortable with, with doing this? Because I feel like that's a pretty straightforward thing we could just do. I I mean I'm just maybe a little concerned considering like she in particular like swiped at my legs. Hey, but I mean you you weren't actually you weren't actually going to die. I'm just doing my job. We didn't know that. So sorry. Um, it's it it's like a have you ever been to like one of those escape rooms? It's kinda like that. It's like but it's like you don't you don't know you're here. It's an immersive experience, you know? A really painful one, but... I mean, if sure. you okay. if you would die, we would have healed you, or, like, probably one of your party members would have healed you. You would have been fine. Is there any chance you guys maybe have, like, a, like a, one of these healing potions that you're Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They've been, like, handing over healing potions to y'all. Like a stage manager just called Take a Ten, like, everyone's <laughs> handing out, like, water bottles and, like, refreshing and... Uh, recovering before the uh, before they're back from break. So yeah, you're you're back to full health. You don't have to like roll for oh, health. Oh, okay. okay. You, you, there's enough health potions to fill everybody back up to full. What do the healing potions taste like? To Victoria, they they taste like a pink drink from from Starbucks. You don't know me. And to <laughs> to Cecil, to Cecil, they taste like muscle milk. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or like a red Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do they taste like death to James? Yeah, it just tastes like milk to James. <laughs> 
They just taste like defeat. Yep. It's a, it's a go-gurt to Brian. Just comes out in chunks. Okay, then what is it really for James? I'm very curious what his drink of choice would be. Probably alcohol. <laughs> Bro, you're 17! <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's fine. We just... I mean, that's right, kids. <laughs> don't drink. No, knowing knowing James, it probably just... It doesn't taste like anything. It just It's just like water. Water, <laughs> Just no taste. <laughs> Again, kids, don't drink. So yeah, if you want, we'll uh the the downright immigrants band will will check we'll watch over your weird metal turtle looking thing. Uh and we'll we'll keep an eye on it till you get back. Great. Um so I think I think we gather up our stuff and load up our pockets yeah. and then head over that tree. Cool. You guys spend the next hour kinda like Snacking and, and chatting with the goblins. Was I able to grab uh, to like grab any trail mix? Yeah, you got you grab some trail mix and there's like little to go leather sacks that you can take stuff. One of the smaller goblins tells you about how they tried to break into stand up, but they bombed once and kind of gave it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> you guys spend the next hour kind of adjusting and covering up the van, and uh, you guys kind of head on your merry way as the the goblins pack up and roll the craft services cart off of the off of the road and you start to make your way to the wizard's house and we'll call it there oh my god what a wild twist that was Dragons is Andy Dinehart as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, Jackson Pounds as James Malden, and myself, Riley Wesson, as your DM. We hope you enjoyed listening to Session 4, and if so, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a review, let us know what you think of the show so far, and even more importantly if you like it, share it with a friend who also likes listening to fun nerdy things. Or if you didn't like it, share it with an enemy that hates podcasts. Nothing is better than word of mouth or sharing on social media for a young, budding podcast like our own. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans of Japan. Other music can be found in the episode's description. Our artwork is done by the brilliant Carlina Alvarez. A link to her stuff will be in the description as well. Until next time, if you haven't recently, for the love of God, go thank a teacher or do something nice for them. They work so hard all the time, especially now, and they deserve all the good, happy things in the world and hopefully don't have to deal with students like us. Thanks again. We'll see you next session. Brian is definitely in the GT class, right? I think I think Brian was in the GT class and um, probably mm. was kicked out just for... He was... <laughs> he like somebody answered a long division question in third grade and he was like I don't know why we we're using long division it seems more efficient to use this method that I've made up and also comes up with the same answer <laughs> oh and the teacher gosh. was like you need to get out of this class <laughs> <laughs> what a nerd